Hello and welcome to Cardinal Call, your weekly dose of UW-Madison campus news from the Daily Cardinal Student Newspaper. I'm your host, Oliver Gearhart. As of the day of recording, February 9th, Lily's Classic, the annual boot hockey tournament organized by the Sigma Alpha Epsilon fraternity, was not going to be canceled in spite of thin ice on Lake Mendota. However, as of February 11th, the event has been canceled due to the warm weather. Today we're joined by the Daily Cardinals College News Editor, Noe Goldhaber, and reporter Kayla Dembek to discuss the event and its potential hazards. Noe, Kayla, thank you both for being here. Thank you for having us, Oliver. What is Lily's Classic? Lily's Classic is a hockey tournament fundraiser put on by the frat SAE Sigma Alpha Epsilon. And like at its core, it's supposed to be a fundraiser for um, Lily's Epilepsy Fund, which supports epilepsy research at the university. So when in the year does Lily's Classic typically take place? Lily's Classic always takes place in February, and it's usually either like the weekend before or the weekend after the Winter Carnival takes place. All right, so this isn't any later or earlier than typical, really. Well, last year it was on February 18th. This year it's on February 17th. So I think as long as I've been here and been aware of it, it's been around the same weekend in February. This is pretty normal time. As I did some digging on Facebook when I was trying to find dates and times and just more information about the event, it was it's interesting that in the last nine years, this is the latest that Lily's has taken place and in 2015 and 2016, it took place right in the beginning of February, so like February 7th and February 6th. What is boot hockey? So boot hockey is basically where you're playing hockey without the skates. You're either in boots or flat shoes. And there's a sponge puck instead of a rubber puck, which is safer, not only for the players, but for the spectators. And the only gear that the players use is a hockey stick. There's no pads. There's no helmets. So sort of like a do-it-yourself hockey. Yeah, pretty much. So the main concern with the thin ice is that people will fall through, correct? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Has that happened in the past? I believe last year I saw some videos, like not hugely concerning videos, but definitely videos of people breaking through the ice, but it was just like kind of close to the shore and nothing like hugely hazardous. Um, I'm not aware of like whether there's been larger incidences relating to people breaking through the ice, but I mean... It does happen on lakes in Wisconsin. People break through all the time. What is a safe amount of ice to walk on? Pretty much every public safety um, source recommends at least four inches for a person. But when you take a big group of people, like what's going to happen on lilies, it's going to have to be more than four inches. Yeah, and I um, spoke to Adam Sumberstone from the um, Clean Lakes Alliance. They host a frozen assets festival um, that they had canceled last weekend from now when we're recording this and he said that they look for eight inches for a large group of people that's a group of people who are acting more like a car than just like me and you walking on the lake is there anything that you learned over the course of your reporting that stuck out to you um i mean i think that as goes with a lot of maybe sillier topics on surface level it's about something a lot bigger so like sure this is an article about sae and how they don't really seem to have a good hold on managing this large event that they put on whether that be like ensuring safety or having contingency plans or measuring the ice you know that didn't really seem to be in place from their angle is what our reporting uncovered I don't think that's unfair to say but I mean it's also about like the fact that Um, this is the January 15th was the first freeze date for Lake Mendota. And that was the third latest in like 170 years. So the effects of climate change are already here and it's impacting us in ways that we're not even thinking about, including 
a huge party that people are not going to be able to attend this year. What time does the lake usually freeze? The median date is um, mid-December, so it was about a month later than we would typically expect in the last 170 years of data that the Office of Climatology has been taking. Yeah, last year it froze on December 25th, which I think is around average for when the lake freezes. Yeah. So this year was very late even compared to last year. Yeah, I mean, and I think we've all experienced that. Like, I personally left for winter break, and when I left it was about 40 degrees, and then when I came back it was cold for a weekend, and that now we're kind of back into that 30-degree range. We had a rainstorm yesterday, and it, this is February, you know. We all are aware that this isn't typical Wisconsin weather. Does it even seem possible to have it out on the lake? If it were a much, much smaller group, I would say it could be possible. But when you're putting like 100, 200 students out on the ice, I just don't think the university is going to allow that to happen. I think it's such a safety hazard. And honestly, no, I do not think, in my opinion, that it will be possible to have Lilies this year. Does the school have the authority to shut down the event if it were to take place on the ice? Um, I do know that the Office of Student Conduct has, um, and ASM has been trying to partner with Lilies. I can't get into specific details in terms of how um, different forces within the university, including ASM, have been um, in communication over the year to try and make sure that the event is safe. Um, I mean, it's, I think yes would be the answer to that. Like, I think between UWPD and the statements that they've already made, they can say it is not safe for a large group of people to go on the ice and attempt to enforce that in some way. Hmm. There was an opinion article by Paul O'Gorman about Lily's Classic published in the same issue of the paper as your article that suggested relocating to Langdon and playing street hockey. What mm -hmm. solutions do you see to the problem faced by Sigma Alpha Epsilon hosting Lily's Classic? So I really liked their idea of making it street hockey because some of the... A lot of the appeal to Lily's Classic is watching people battle off in a hockey tournament, and I think taking away the hockey aspect of it would really change the event. But I think by still making it somewhat hockey-related, I think that would be really fun. And I also I do like the idea of having it on Frat Row. That way the um, fraternity still has like responsibility for the event. That way they can still keep their eye on it. And I wonder if there's a way that they could like block off the street that Frat Row is on and make it almost like a block party similar to Mifflin. Obviously not as out of control, but I think it'd be fun to keep, you know, keep the hockey aspect, even if it's not on the ice. And as Kayla was saying about the hockey, that is how they do the fundraising. People pay per person to join in the hockey tournament. So I think as long as they're making sure that whatever way they evolve the party still has a way to honor the people who are raising money for epilepsy research like they should be happy with that decision that they're making absolutely well thanks for coming on this week Noah. thanks for having us and thanks for coming on this week kayla yeah thank you so much as a disclaimer for those not present at the start of the broadcast as of february 11th the boot hockey tournament has been canceled sae is still raising money for lily's fund and there will be something in its place according to the follow-up article published by kyla In other campus news, a program allowing university athletics advisors to monitor the educational progress of student-athletes has been raising eyebrows. One of the largest issues with this program, according to a student, is the ability of these advisors to see posts from students who didn't consent to the program. 
In other news, activist and actress Anna DeVere Smith visited Memorial Union as part of the university's at Martin Luther King Jr. Symposium. She performed her retelling of King's letter from a Birmingham jail. This has been The Cardinal Call, created by UW-Madison student journalists. Check out more news and stories at dailycardinal.com.